0: It's the 10th day of July. Welcome to Loving the Word. I'm Reggie. It is awesome being here with you today. We will be continuing in the book of 1 Kings, and we're in chapter 3, verse 3, through chapter 4, verse 34, to begin with. Now Solomon loved the Lord by walking in the laws of his father David, With the exception that he also sacrificed and burned incense at the shrines. The king went to the great shrine at Gibeon in order to sacrifice there. He used to offer a thousand entirely burned offerings on that altar. The Lord appeared to Solomon at Gibeon in a dream at night. God said, Ask whatever you wish, and I'll give it to you. Solomon responded, You showed so much kindness to your servant, my father David, when he walked before you in truth, righteousness, and with a heart true to you. You've kept this great loyalty and kindness for him and have now given him a son to sit on his throne. And now, Lord my God, you have made me, your servant, king in my father David's place. But I'm young and inexperienced i know next to nothing but i'm here your servant in the middle of the people you have chosen a large population that can't be numbered or counted due to its vast size please give your servant a discerning mind in order to govern your people and to distinguish good from evil because no one is able to govern this important people of yours without your help it pleased the lord that Solomon had made this request. God said to him, Because you have asked for this instead of requesting long life, wealth, or victory over your enemies, asking for discernment so as to acquire good judgment, I will now do just what you said. Look, I hereby give you a wise and understanding mind. There has been no one like you before now, nor will there be anyone like you afterward. I now also give you what you didn't ask for, wealth and fame. There won't be a king like you as long as you live. And if you walk in my ways and obey my laws and commands, just as your father David did, then I will give you a very long life. Solomon awoke and realized it was a dream. He went to Jerusalem and stood before the chest containing the Lord's covenant. Then he offered entirely burned offerings and well-being sacrifices and held a celebration for all his servants. Sometime later, two prostitutes came and stood before the king. One of them said, Please, your majesty, listen. This woman and I have been living in the same house. I gave birth while she was there. This woman gave birth three days after I did. We stayed together. Apart from the two of us, there was no one else in the house. This woman's son died one night when she rolled over him. She got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I was asleep. She laid him on her chest and laid her dead son on mine. When I got up in the morning to nurse my son, he was dead. But when I looked more closely in the daylight... "'It turned out that it wasn't my son, not the baby I had birthed.' "'The other woman said, "'No, my son is alive. Your son is the dead one.' "'But the first woman objected. "'No, your son is dead. My son is alive.' "'In this way they argued back and forth in front of the king.' "'The king said, "'This one says, my son is alive and your son is dead.' The other one says, No, your son is dead, and my son is alive. Get me a sword. They brought his sword to the king. Then the king said, Cut the living child in two. Give half to one woman and half to the other woman. Then the woman whose son was still alive said to the king, Please, your majesty, give her the living child. Please don't kill him. For she had great love for her son. But the other woman said, If I can't have him, neither will you. Cut the child in half. Then the king answered, Give the first woman the living newborn. Don't kill him. She is his mother. All Israel heard about the judgment that the king made. Their respect for the king grew because they saw that God's wisdom was in him so he could execute justice. King Solomon became king of all Israel. These were his officials the priest Azariah, Zadok's son, the scribes Eliarif and Ahijah, the sons of Shisha, Jehoshaphat the recorder, Elihu's son, the general Benaiah, Jehoiada's son, the priest Zadok and Abiathar, Azariah, Nathan's son, who was in charge of the officials, Zebud, Nathan's son, a priest and a royal friend, Ahishar, who was in charge of the palace, and Adoniram, Abda's son, who was supervisor of the work gangs. Solomon had 12 officers over all Israel. They supplied the king and his palace with food. Each would provide the supplies for one month per year. Here are their names: Ben Hur, in the highlands of Ephraim; Ben Decker and Mekas, Shalbim, Beth Shemesh, and Elon Bathanan; Ben Hesed, in Arabuth, who had Soko and all the land of Hefer; Ben Abinadab and all of Napheth, Dor, Taffith. Solomon's daughter was his wife, Baana. Ahulud's son, and Tanuk, Megiddo, and all Beth Shein, besides Zarethan, and below Jezreel, from Beth Shein to Abel-Meholuah, and over to the region opposite Jokmim. ben Giber, and Raboth-Gilead, who controlled the villages of Jair, Manasseh's son, which were in Gilead, and who had the Argab region that was in Bashan, 60 large walled cities with bronze bars, Ahinadab, Edo's son, in Mahanim, Ahimaz, in Naphtali, who also took Solomon's daughter, Basmath as his wife, Ba'ana, Hushai's son, in Asher, and Bealoth, Jehoshaphat, Perua's son, in Issachar, Shimei, Ella's son, in Benjamin, Geber, Uri's son, in the land of Gilead, the land of the Amorite king Sion, and of King Og of Bashan. And there was a single officer who was in the land of Judah. Judah and Israel grew numerous like the sand alongside the sea. They ate, drank, and celebrated. Solomon ruled over all the states, from the Euphrates River through the Philistines' land, and as far as the border of Egypt. These areas brought tribute to Solomon and served him all the days of his life. Solomon's food requirements for a single day included 30 cores of refined flour, 60 cores of flour, 10 head of grain-fattened calf, 20 head of pastured cattle, 100 sheep, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and the best of fowl. He ruled over all the lands west of the Euphrates River, from Tipsah to Geza, and over all the kings west of the Euphrates. He had peace on all sides. The people of Judah and Israel from Dan all the way to Beersheba lived securely under their vines and fig trees throughout the days of Solomon. Solomon had 40,000 horse stalls for his chariots, and 12,000 additional horses. The officials provided King Solomon and all who joined him at the royal table with monthly food rations. They left out nothing. Each brought their share of barley and straw for the horses and for the chariot horses, bringing it to its proper place. And God gave Solomon wisdom and very great understanding. Insight as long as the seashore itself. Solomon's wisdom was greater than all the famous Easterners, greater even than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone, more wise than Ethan, the Ezraite, or Mahol's son, Heman, Calcol, and Darda. His reputation was known throughout the region. Solomon spoke 3,000 proverbs and 1,005 songs. He described the botany of trees, whether the cedar in Lebanon or the hyssop that grows out of the wall. He also described cattle, birds, anything that crawls on the ground, and fish. People came everywhere to listen to Solomon's wisdom. Even the earth's kings who had heard about his wisdom came. Acts chapter 6 About that time, while the number of disciples continued to increase, a complaint arose. Greek speaking disciples accused the Aramaic speaking disciples because their widows were being overlooked in the daily food service. The twelve called a meeting of all the disciples and said, It isn't right for us to set aside proclamation of God's word in order to serve tables. Brothers and sisters, carefully choose seven well-respected men from among you. They must be well-respected and endowed by the Spirit with exceptional wisdom. We will put them in charge of this concern. As for us, we will devote ourselves to prayer and the service of proclaiming the word. This proposal pleased the entire community They selected Stephen, a man endowed by the Holy Spirit with exceptional faith. Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. The community presented these seven to the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. God's word continued to grow. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased significantly. Even a large group of priests embraced the faith. Stephen, who stood out among the believers for the way God's grace was at work in his life and for his exceptional endowment with divine power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Opposition arose from some who belonged to the so-called synagogue of former slaves. Members from Cyrene, Alexandria, Cilicia, and Asia entered into debate with Stephen. However, they couldn't resist the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. Then, they secretly enticed some people to claim, We heard him insult Moses and God. They stirred up the people, the elders, and the legal experts. They caught Stephen, dragged him away, and brought him before the Jerusalem council. Before the council, they presented false witnesses who testified, This man never stopped speaking against this holy place and the law. In fact, we heard him say that this man Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and alter the customary practices Moses gave us. Everyone seated in the council stared at Stephen, and they saw that his face was radiant just like an angel's. Psalm 126 A Pilgrimage Song When the Lord changed Zion's circumstances for the better, it was like we had been dreaming. Our mouths were suddenly filled with laughter. Our tongues were filled with joyful shouts. It was even said at that time, among the nations. The Lord has done great things for them. Yes, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are overjoyed. Lord, change our circumstances for the better, like dry streams in the desert waste. Let those who plant with tears reap the harvest with joyful shouts. Let those who go out crying and carrying their seed Come home with joyful shouts Carrying bales of grain Proverbs chapter 16 Verses 26 and 27 The appetite of workers Labors for them For their hunger presses them on Worthless people dig up trouble Their lips are like a scorching fire This concludes our reading for today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this new day. We thank you for giving us breath in our lungs today. Thank you for your many blessings that you surround us with. Father, I pray for each one listening today that you will bless them and keep them and cause your face to shine upon them. I pray that our lives and that our faces would shine and would, would radiate just like Stephens did in the Bible. That your glory would fall upon us and that, that we would shine and radiate your love to everyone we encounter on a daily basis. We thank you for your word today. I pray that it will do its good work within us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you once again for joining me on this adventure of a lifetime, journeying through the scripture in a year together. I pray the rest of your day is blessed, may be filled with the peace and joy of the Holy Spirit that'll wrap it up for today I love you and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow